State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something, to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help. With funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Moments like seeing my son's team cheer him on mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer or MBC, which is breast cancer that has spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palbociclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Welcome to Checking In with Michelle Williams, a production of iHeartRadio and The Black Effect. Hey everybody, it's Michelle Williams. Today's special guest has a new book that will inspire and empower you to grab the life you're meant to lead. No matter where you are in your journey to a bigger, bolder, and more beautiful life, she has a message for you coming up next here on Checking In with Michelle Williams. Y'all, this episode with Kiara is going to be fun, but I know she is going to keep it real about her journey. And we have so many similarities as it relates to our waiting season and being single and how I've been guilty of dating people that I knew were not right for me or staying years in relationship. Y'all, for the past 20 years, I have been in and out of relationships. Four years here, three years here, two years here, another three years here, wasting so much beautiful time, all because I did not want to be alone, all because I was searching for something in a man that really I needed to dig deep and find it in myself and really get rooted in God, actually, because there are only certain things that even only God can fulfill. So listen, Today, we have Gospel Royalty joining the podcast today. She is a Grammy and Stellar Award-winning singer, evangelist, we gonna throw that in there, actress, 
fashion designer, wife, and now author. That's in her resume. She's the author of Big, Bold, and Beautiful. Only the woman God made you to be. And not to mention, she's the daughter of the iconic gospel singer, Karen Clark Sheard, and the presiding bishop of the Church of God in Christ, Bishop J. Drew Sheard. I'm excited to welcome Miss Kiara Sheard Kelly to the Checking In Podcast. Listen now, did you ever think you was finna have a hyphenation? Come on. I I knew it was going to come one day, but I just, I guess now I'm just really like sitting in it. And I have these moments where I'm like, is this for real? And it's for real. So yes and no. Because after like the dysfunctional situations that I have been in, I kind of was like, you know what? All right. I'm probably just going to be the rich auntie that's just single for the rest of her life. But um, I'm definitely like shocked that this is, this is my life. Wow. Your song, it keeps happening to me. Yeah. You posted one day that this song needs to be part of the affirmations that you say every single day, yeah. that it keeps yeah. happening to me, no matter if it doesn't look like, it's kind of like, well, Kiara, it looks like bad things are happening to me. No, 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 no. God is blessing your seed. He's blessing your money. He's blessing your body. He's blessing your family. And so those are the things that we have to continue speaking every single day. So I'm absolutely lit to have you with us today. And so we're going to talk about all things, your album, your book, marriage, and just relationships. So let's dive into the book. Is that okay? Please. All right. Okay. As I said, your first book, Big, Bold, and Beautiful, Owning the Woman God Made You To Be, is available everywhere. One of the things that you wrote in the chapter 10, pick up the pieces and grab the glue, I think I'm picking parts that I resonate with and maybe I'm guilty of. You said, when I started looking honestly at myself, I learned I had become so broken and conditioned by poor behaviors that I only knew how to evaluate others and not myself. And as a result, I discovered why I hadn't been able to learn from my past or the good examples around me. First of all, I'm excited for you to be at the age that you are to have discovered that and not like in your 40s and 50s. No shade, because there are certain things I'm discovering still in my 40s. But for you to have that realization now Mm. is beautiful. Thank you. When you say you discovered why you hadn't been able to learn from your past, what was the why? I feel like I wasn't learning from my past because, first of all, I didn't want it to be my truth. I I wanted it to work out. (laughs) I wanted it to work, Michelle. And and then I got into another space where I was tired of everybody else giving me the truth. And that was that it's not for me. So I, I wanted to be like, you know how when we enter into our teens and our 20s and it's like, I want to live my life without you telling me what I need to do. So I was also in that space. And I was like, I want to figure this out on my own. And if it's at my my expense, you know, of me just trying to make it work so I can prove everybody else. See, I told you he was going to turn around. It was going to be this. That was also another space that I was in. So I think that was my why, if I'm answering your question correctly, Mm -hmm. why I wasn't moving forward. I was stuck there. And then I think too, um, I I was in love with the idea or the the potential of it, if that makes Mm. sense. Um, More so than I was actually falling in love with the reality. Why? You have been so transparent about 
everything regarding your body, regarding relationships. Women of faith, church girls, whatever you want to call it, go through normal things that everybody goes through. And I think sometimes that's what makes you want to rebel even more. Because you're like, I want to have this experience too. But then sometimes God wants to protect us from certain things. Mm -hmm. And I remember you talking about previous relationships and how not only did someone tell you that someone in your previous relationships wasn't for you, but that you weren't for them too. Yeah. Yeah. I would have lost it. Right. Because we always wanted to be the other person. They're right. not good for me. They was toxic. No, yep. you're probably toxic too. Exactly. And, and just like there's someone for you, there's someone for them too. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. That is so good. So, 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 so good. You've talked about so many things in this book that has just been a blessing to me as it relates to more chapters in the book. Checking in is about all things mental health. Mm -hmm. Hmm. How did your journey to owning who you are and body positivity possibly affect your mental health? Hmm. So good. So I will say it affected my mental health when it came to the choices that I made. So I will say at once upon a time, I thought mental health just had to do with anxiety, depression, or, you know, the other things that Mm. we associate with it. But mental health has everything to do with my choices also. So I was making bad choices. I was making self-sabotaging choices. So though maybe I didn't get into the space of where I was like, I'm feeling like I'm swallowed up in a hole or I'm in just this depressed uh, space, I was delaying myself because I wasn't making sound decisions. And um, to answer your question, Mm. I I would settle for less because... I didn't understand that I was beautiful. I I thought because I was the bigger one, I couldn't be embraced like I have seen so many of my other friends be embraced or and then it was that was a part of the reason why I stayed you know in certain situations I let people say certain things to me and I began believing them so it I think that that is just it's almost like a domino effect when it comes to mental health for me and what me not accepting my body then did for me Mm. in that space space, if that makes sense and then it even affected my spiritual maintenance because I would feel like if I wasn't good enough in the natural then who am I good enough to go to at all Mm -hmm. so it was a it was like a literally a domino effect so I don't know if that answers your question it sure does It sure does. So if I'm hearing you also say in the first half of your answer back to me that sometimes we can be the reason why we're sad. Yeah. Because of the choices that we make. When I tell you I'm right there with you, I'll never forget I was dating a guy and literally on the first date, we're standing waiting to get seated in my favorite restaurant. Mm -hmm. And I literally hear something tell me, He's not the one. Mm. And I was like, he pursued me. Oh, yes, he is. And the Lord was like, oh, is that all it takes? Right. Just because they pursued you. And what did my silly tale do? I stayed in the relationship with this person for four years. 
delaying all because I was like, are we, were we that desperate for love that we ignore God or we ignore intuition, that gut feeling? Was any of that desperation? Because I'm going to tell you, I wanted companionship really bad. Yeah, you know, me too. I'm tired of going, having the big hotel suites and it's just me. Right. I highlighted something where you said every woman isn't unhappy and being single doesn't mean she isn't desired. Yeah. You speak so good to the single woman. Once again, every single woman isn't unhappy and being single doesn't mean she isn't desired. That's a heavy revelation, a beautiful revelation. When did you realize that when you were like, wait a minute, I don't have to be unhappy just because I'm single, which you're, yeah. you're not single now. We'll get to that. Yeah. Yes. Um, so I, I would say it had everything to do with uh, realizing that truth that you said that I definitely could identify with, which was I was in love with the idea of love. I had seen what my dad was to my mom. I saw what my mom was to my dad. I saw this union that. I'm like, oh, this is this is what life looks like. Like this is it looks like teamwork. It's not necessarily the roles that you play. It becomes a team mm. effort. So I was understanding love differently. Like I was seeing a different dynamic. Um, but to answer your question directly, I began to learn that, OK, no, because my Nana said it to me. She said, Kier, you ain't going to find another Drew. She said, so let your mama have your daddy and let me have your granddaddy. You're going to have to find your own. But until then, she asked me, but until then, what are you going to do? In the meantime, are you going to keep? Because if, if we say all the time, oh, he who findeth the wife, but you are the one that's being the he. You trying to find somebody. So be still. And I, I had to get still. And then I started evaluating other women that I'm like, she is gorgeous. Why doesn't she have a man? Or I remember when like we would say little comments just, and I'm sure you probably have heard just like some associates said along the way, where that's why she don't got no man. Cause she got, cause she can't deal with this. And it's like, whoa, are you saying that I have this issue and, and that's why I don't have a man? No, that's, that's not how that works. I kept pinning everything to a man. Yeah. And so I put myself in that seat and I was like, no, 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 no. It has everything to do with the fact that there are some men out there. And my aunt said it to me. There are some men out there that want you. It's do you want them? And I saw somebody post the other day where it said, um, God sent me my husband. And he responded back and said, um, I sent them to you, but you declined them because he had on a fake Gucci belt. He had on a fake belt. <laughs> now, I thought Mookie posted that, I think. Yes, Mookie <laughs> posted it. And, and, I, and unfortunately... If, if I had let, you know, the rule of thumb that comes by culture judge my husband, I wouldn't have been married. I would have totally just declined a good man. So, but to your point, mm. I was waiting on a man to live my life. Like, just because I could occupy the suite by myself, I could get some homegirls and we can enjoy that. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't just take a man. Or if I wanted to go to Paris, if I wanted to go to South Africa. So I don't know if I'm answering your yes. question, but... That was when I started seeing like I can do my thing and, and be on my own. And it doesn't say that I'm less than because I'm choosing not to be with the man right now. That's so good. I was recently invited on a trip somewhere and another young lady is single and she decided she didn't want to go. But questioned me and was like, Michelle, why would Michelle want to go? That's someplace you go with when you boot up. I'm like, I'm 
not finna wait. I'm taking my bags, my wedges, my suntan lotion, all my caftans, and I am going to go have a good time. You know, absolutely, we cannot wait until we find love before we start living life. And of course, it does feel amazing when you have someone um, that you can enjoy time with. You know, I also, I want to say, your parents seem like they gave you space to mm-hmm. do you. Yeah. Possibly make the mistakes. Give us a, uh, some advice that your mother and your father gave you. The reason why I say it is because your mother, I, we, I got a chance to see you guys Mother's Day here in Atlanta. And yeah. your mother just, I was typing some of the nuggets that she was saying. But I'm not going to go into too many details. Folks need to get the book because you keep it real about everything as it relates to sex, relationships, your weight, insecurities, everything. So y'all, please get her book. I'm not going to go into too many details. But what I gathered from it is that your parents let you have the space to make your mistakes. And they was probably like, when she ready, she going to come on back. Yeah. That was exactly it, Michelle. I can say one of the lessons that stand out to me is when my father said, um, so I got the idea and I wrote it in the book where I said, you got to stop. We have to stop making ourselves wives to people who only want to be a boyfriend. And that was something that I was doing. It was clouding my judgment. That was another reason of why I said, okay, I'm going to embrace this space of singleness before I go to my husband, because I'll be asking for, I'll be asking him for things that only myself could give myself, if I can say it that way. Um, But my father told me, Kiara, just like you learn in school, we learned that in elementary school, data, data, however you want to say the word, it's information that you record to make a final decision. And the problem is, is I was entering into a marriage-like covenant and not dating. The root word of dating is data. Get the information you need to make the final decision. So that's the note that I got from my dad. The wow. other this, uh, note that I got from my mom is um, make sure that he loves God more than he loves you. Because if he loves God more than he loves you, then it's going to be a different level of conviction when it comes time for integrity, standard, and boundaries, not just with you, but with other people. So those things liberated me for sure. And she also said, you want a secure man. She said, especially in this culture that you're in, you got a lot of females that are the breadwinners. Y'all are rocking it. Y'all not, y'all not waiting on nobody. So you're going to need a secure man, a man mm. that's not get jealous of your moves or think that he's less than because you're doing this or you're doing that. Um, so those are some notes that I got and, and it helped me. Well, one more question before we get into the moment that broke the internet, what would you say was the lowest moment that you had in your singleness? Ooh, the lowest moment that I had in my singleness. That's a good question. It's all right. Take your time. Talk about checking in. Well, well, because because I also want to know, you seem like a different woman now. Mm. A light bulb somewhere came on, even if it was just simple surrender. If yeah. it's it's up to you how however you want to answer that. And maybe you didn't have a low moment. Maybe it was just you're tired of the runaround, the cycles. I think you just hit the nail on the head. Okay. That was it for me. And I I talked about that in like my journaling experiences. And it was almost like the Lord was like, 
you know how you have a friend like what is like what's wrong with you we, we get annoyed with each other yep. because <laughs> i i know you deserve better Ooh. and the scripture that he had me to come across was um the scripture about a dog returning Twas to vomit and I was like, I just got chills. That's in. it. Yes. That yeah. was your aha moment. That's yeah. right. That's right. It's in the book. I did read yeah. it. Absolutely. <laughs> you definitely said the scripture. Listen, dogs return to their vomit food, like, a, and then fools, you know, going to their folly. Like, and we don't want to be a fool because we know better. Hey everyone, I am so excited. The Black Effect is live. This April 27th, the 2024 Black Effect Podcast Festival is headed to Atlanta's very own Pullman Yards. Last year was incredible, and this year will be even more thrilling, especially with Nissan coming back along for the ride. Nissan is returning with some empowering activations to support Black excellence in the STEAM fields. Have a podcast idea you've been eager to share with the culture? Well, Nissan is back with a Pitch Your Podcast Lounge. You'll have the chance to record your podcast idea and have it shared with a Black Effect podcast network team. But that's not all. Nissan is taking the stage to spotlight some of the HBCU scholars from their own Thrill of Possibility Summit, Nissan's action-packed weekend of community building, mentorship, and professional development for HBCU scholars pursuing professions in STEAM. The Black Effect Podcast Festival is the event to be at. You won't want to miss this because no matter where life takes you, Nissan will dial up the thrill of your adventures. Visit blackeffect.com forward slash podcast festival for more details. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. AT&T connects and ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the driving to work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. All right. Well, last year, you disappointed a lot of people. By announcing your engagement. Yeah. Honey, the musicians around the world, we had to send <laughs> condolences and say, I'm so sorry. Sorry for your loss. <laughs> How many, I bet you there were so many men who probably, y'all went together in their heads, obviously. <laughs> I saw so many responses to your announcement that you were engaged. And then, 
a few months later, cause see engagement, you ain't married yet. So people probably right. still thinking, I got a chance, man. She gonna, she gonna, she gonna come right. to, she's gonna open up her eyes and see that I'm supposed to be the one. Baby, she ain't waste no time. A couple months later, she is Mrs. Kelly. Yay. Congratulations. Now, it seemed like from the time from engagement to the wedding was very soon. What was the decision behind saying, you know what? We just going to go ahead and get married now. The decision was, um, I love them. I was sure. I've never been this sure about a man. That's number one. Um, and then just seeing like where my prayer life went, it was just uh, like how you said, there's a different space that I operate in. Yes. I'm just like, guy, this companion, this friend, he contributes to that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was like, what are we waiting for? Like, if we know, we know. And I remember my grandmother telling me, you know, a man knows and it don't always take him a whole year to figure out that you the one. And then when I started hearing more men say that, I was like, okay. But to answer your question in short, another reason was I didn't want to keep saying it. And my husband is fine. I kept wanting to jump his bones. And that was hard for me. <laughs> you talk about dropping love for Jesus. <laughs> I love how you keep it all the way real. People that are trying to hold themselves in the area of sex. Thank you so much. It's not fun. It's not fun, especially when we know, Lord, we were created. (laughs) My God, he made it. He made us. He made our bodies. He made our feelings, our emotions. So it's like it's it's a real thing. And I really appreciate you for keeping it real by saying I'm not pregnant. Right. (laughs) This was no shotgun because I'm pregnant. So it's just kind of like read between the lines, especially those of us who grew up in church and people of faith. It's kind of like read between the lines now. Why do we have to be engaged for eight years before we go ahead and walk down the aisle? You know what I mean? So as as you're saying, a man that findeth the wife, yes, he it doesn't take him long to know that you were the one. What were what stood out about him that made you say he's the one? Because you probably you could have picked anybody. It was he showed me, Michelle, that what I was asking for before was not complicated. It was Mm. like I was asking for orange juice from apples. But he was like my orange. Everything that I was looking for. It was just there. Like, I didn't want a guy that was, I wanted a guy that loved the Lord, that was super obsessed with God. That's Jordan. I wanted a guy that wasn't easily impressed. Like, I love, it's so sexy to me when he comes around certain people and I'm like, you about to, you know, respond off of the hype. And he like, no, like, they just, they pee just like I do. Come on. (laughs) That turns me off. But it's also the thing about him that steals respect you know, if that person is influential and has the resume or the accolades, like I respect that individual though, but I'm not about to, you know, go up off of the hype. And then the other thing is, is that he's a brilliant man, but he's a student at heart. And I feel mm. like companionship is so easy when your husband embraces sonship, because if you can't get through him, then to get through to him, someone else can. Get. So he just had everything on my checklist to be honest. That's so, so good because I was going to ask you, I remember in previous interviews or things I, I've probably seen you write on social media, how there was a time when you were like, I want to thug. <laughs> <laughs> you got it right. 
And he has that. So he's had his share. So, and as I matured, Michelle, it's, it's, it's almost like I didn't necessarily want a guy that was for the streets. I just need to know that you had your share. So if anything go down, you can handle I know it. you know how to handle it. That is so, so, so good. Well, thank you so much for sharing in the last question, because even though you are transparent, there's still a part of you that is private. And I feel like I'm the same way. So I'm not going to pry or get too comfortable based off of our relationship or the fact that we both Kojic. I'm not going to do that. But if there is someone listening who is contemplating marriage or who's been married, because you've been so honest about everything, have you experienced anything in your first year of marriage that surprised you or that you were not prepared for? Yes! I was just so, you heard me. I don't know if you heard me saying that I'm getting on to my 4.30. I was just talking to my best friend. Mm. And we were both just talking about our husbands. Like, girl, he getting on my nerves. <laughs> the Bible says the woman is the, weak, the, the weaker vessel. They the weaker vessel. I'm like, <laughs> we were just having a good time. But <sighs> we were being honest. And the, the surprise is, so... Can I just, can I answer this question? I have a little, a little bit more to say than short. Please okay. take your time. When I stayed home with my parents, cause I moved out at like 25, 26, my father could not stand shoes at the door. <laughs> like I would tease my dad and say, we think you have OCD. Like, cause he's such a clean guy. Mm-hmm. Like me and my mom are, we're like, um, we're not nasty. We're junky. Okay. If, mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, that my dad is the total opposite him and Jay drew they're just so now I used to be like dad you're over the top like relax but now in the house with my husband I am my dad and Jordan is my mom so I'm like having to be careful to not be this nag with my husband because I'm like can you pick this up you're dropping food while you eating and I'm <laughs> watching him now just seeing everything so that is my thing. That's my first challenge. And the Lord is working on me. And he was like, the Lord is working on you through me. Because what you're not going to do is keep saying, Baba. so that's where we at. Amazing. And I'm going to leave the last question for your book as um, just a word of inspiration that I, I want you to give our listeners. So thank you so much for sharing that. Uh, that how you've turned into the opposite where it's like, you know, when I was engaged and Chad would come visit, he would like it freezing. Right now, I don't have the air on. For what? I turn the air on when I'm ready to go to bed, but it's freezing. So I'm like, God, please make, get somebody where I'm, where I feel like I'm equally yoked as it relates to what the temperature (laughs) of this home is supposed to be. Or what's the meme that says, um, marry somebody who's ready to leave at the same time you are at yes. events. I don't want to be lingering and I just, let's go. So Laura, I just get, can you meet, can you meet that request as well? Kira, (laughs) this is so good to hear you talk about your life and marriage, but I also want to pivot into, um, something else that you are incredibly known for, which is your music. Wow. Your album. Kiara, baby, <laughs> you knock somebody from their spot. Oh, Lord. Talk about a thank you, Jesus moment. What did, how did you react when you got that phone call, that email, or that text that said, Kiara, your album is now number one. You knocked Kanye West 
down the chart a, a, a notch or two. I'll be honest. When I when I said it, I was like, what? I, I couldn't believe it. But I thought about it, I was like, I don't want no smoke. But Kanye in our in our space. He in our space. Um, so I say that with total respect and he's a genius. But I was just grateful that because I mean, I'm sure you and I can relate to this. But if we always depend on the numbers mm -hmm. and what the public is saying, it can become discouraging. So my focus was not so much on the numbers. I was grateful, but I was just glad that people were listening to because I had a five year break between the last project. So I was just like, just thank you for the number one. And, and, wow. you, and you failed. five so years. Yeah. Mm. Do you call your tribe the keychain? Yes. Honey, no, <laughs> they the key hive. They are the key hive. You know, I hate when people say the, the Beyonce of gospel, the, the Mariah Carey of theater. No, right. she is the Kiara Sheard of Kiara Sheard. She has an amazing support base and fan base. Um, what do you think is the key to that? Because you're doing in gospel what we see people in other genres of music do. It's like you're hustling the same way. And I don't mean hustling the negative way. You're going. Mm -hmm. What's the key to that? The support of your keychainers, key hives. I don't even know. I don't, I don't know. To be honest, Michelle, because I, I um I don't know if this is my transparency or I really love people, and I don't know if people actually read when you know she don't, she ain't really digging us. She just you know kind of want us there. So I don't know if that's what it is, but I I really don't know because my uh, I was just talking to um one of the the managers and and then a friend, and they were like, you you really don't know who you are to some of your supporters. And um, they're, they're like, put on some shades. They want me to be extra. And I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. So I don't know if it's that, mm. that I don't know it or that I don't understand it. And I would like to remain oblivious of it because it keeps me clothed with humility. That's so good. Like that's so good. I think part of it is when you post something that's goofy. <laughs> A friend of mine was telling me he's like the number one um, network marketer, like the highest income earning person in that field. And we were just um, talking about some things and he was like, Michelle, you just can't care what people think. So when I think of you and what you post on your feeds, it's like you just post it and walk away. Oh. I, I feel like you make people feel like you're, oh my gosh, she likes to have fun like me. I don't know if I want to, I don't want to call you goofy. Like she's goofy just like my cousin, you yeah. know, or she vents and has a moment just like we do there. You even posted something. It might've been the day your book came out. You were just in the bed. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it's because you are so relatable. And I think people can pick up on something. Um, consumers are smart nowadays. You can't do yeah. PR stunts like you could back in the day. They can right. smell a PR stunt. They can smell when you're only getting online because you got an album, a book, or a movie coming out. But you yeah. stay in tune with your supporters all day, every day. They actually probably feel like, yo, she's got our back. Yeah. You know, just as much. Because you can't take your supporters for granted, you know, at all. So what's your favorite song on the album? Ooh. 
Um, that's so hard. I will say grateful. Okay. I love grateful. Mm. It keeps happening. Was my my one? It it still is. That's just like a declaration, and it was it was so prophetic. I have always doubted myself in writing music, so to see how that song came about, it's like yikes. That's really good. The whole album to me is just it's like a prayer. Everything you put out, I'm like, she had to have written this down in a journal one day. You know, um, there is, if you look up the word future, it literally means the moment in time following speaking or writing. Mm, I didn't know that. We think future just means something that's coming tomorrow. Right. It literally, look up the word future. It literally says um, it follows your future follows what you speak or what you write. It's in the Oxford Dictionary. Why I'm looking it up now? You hear my? Come my on, key? yeah, let's go. Let's look it up. Let's let's have a Bible study on the word future. It right. literally yes, the time or a period of time following the moment of speaking or writing. You are so right. I never knew that. I re- I'm reading it. it says mm-hmm. exactly. And the past is the same thing. Look up the word past. The past also says something like a time that no longer exists. Wow. But the past, if you keep going down, woohoo! the past occurred and led up to the time of speaking or writing. How many of us said something or wrote something in our past that we are now living? Good or bad? Wow. Wow. So that is why It Keeps Happening is one of my songs every morning. Oh my God, Michelle, I never knew that. So you just were the voice of the Lord in my life just in this moment. And I thank you for that. And listen, a friend of mine brought it to my attention because we just be saying stuff thinking is I'm just going to talk out the side of my mouth. Be careful. That stuff happens. Absolutely. We're not God. Like we're, we're, we, we have a hand in our future. I feel like I knew where you was about to go to. Come on, evangelist. Come on. Look at me. Fast clap. Come on. (laughs) The Bible does say that we're like little God Jr. G, little G. Little G. So there's, to your point, there's a dominion that we have. I was listening to my podcast. One of my favorite speakers is Bill Winston. And he said, you have dominion to shelf death. And a lot of people have been asking me, how are you dealing with your grandmother's passing? And I'm like, I, I am hurt. I miss her yes. so much. But there's a peace that comes with it because Nana had, she would talk as if she knew that this life wasn't it. It was like, there's another, and that's what we're supposed to believe as believers. There's a life after this. I don't get me started there. I'll stop. Go, go, go. But that's so good what you said. Thank you for that. I want you to know that. So y'all please get into her number one album. And like she said, she posted something not too long ago of a, of a list of songs. Like you, y'all should play this every single morning. Hey, everybody, this is Carrie Champion, and I'm here to announce that the 2024 Black Effect Podcast Festival is headed to Atlanta's very own Pullman Yards on April 27th. Last year was incredible, and this year will be even more thrilling, especially with Nissan coming back along for the ride. Nissan is returning with some empowering activations to support Black excellence in the STEAM fields. 
have a podcast idea you've been eager to share with the culture, well, Nissan is back with your Pitch Your Podcast Lounge. You'll have the chance to record your podcast idea and have it shared with the Black Effect Podcast Network team. But that's not all. Nissan is taking the stage to spotlight some of the HBCU scholars from their own Thrill of Possibility Summit. Nissan's action-packed weekend of community building, mentorship, and professional development for HBCU scholars pursuing professions in STEAM. The Black Effect Podcast Festival is the event you want to be at. You don't want to miss it because no matter where life takes you, Nissan will dial up the thrill in your adventures. Visit blackeffect.com slash podcast festival for more details. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of Black and Brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Walbrook, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Obviously, I didn't read the word future in the Bible. I didn't read the word about the past. So it can affect whatever you believe and how you believe. What we say really matters. Well, Michelle and Kiara, what if I did speak something bad of my past? What if I spoke bad of other people? Listen, this blessed me so good. A friend of mine, because I was feeling bad about something. He said, no, you're good. He said, you can reshape what you reap by what you sow. Mm -hmm. So Kira, thank you for all that you are sowing, every pivot that you made and how some of those pivots you had to make publicly, because I'm sure there's pressure. Y'all are like the Obamas of the Church of God in Christ. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) You got a seat on the platform for real. Please, the pressure. Look, I'm sweating already. The pressure. Do y'all get police escorts during convocation too? You know what? I don't know, but I'm not going to allow it. That is just too much. <laughs> you better take that police escort, sis. You better take it. You guys, there are a lot of y'all that are that are listening. Y'all have no idea what we are talking about, but... Um, as you, there are various faiths and, but there are also denominations. You have Baptist, but then you have Pentecostal, but even under Pentecostal, you have what you know as the churches of God in Christ. So Kiara's father was basically, so y'all know what the Pope is. The Pope is like everything over Catholicism. 
Right, right, right. Well, her father, Bishop J. Drew Sheard, not too long ago, was just elected as the presiding bishop um, worldwide. This ain't just regional and local and county. <laughs> he was elected worldwide of the Churches of God in Christ. But you have had to walk through some stuff and just, um, I wonder if you ever felt like, I just want to be Kiara. Mm. Even as I'm babbling off every all the accolades of your family, but you're like, yo, this is good. But I, I'm also Kiara. I'm not perfect. I'm going to make mistakes. But how you and your brother have been able to navigate personally everything that y'all have gone through, I'm sorry, deserves a round of applause. Wow. Seriously. Seriously, you've been transparent and you didn't hide. You didn't get up and act like no sin have I done. I've been saved all my life. No sin have I done. You've right. always kept it real. Thank you. As we wrap up this conversation, what message do you have for young women after reading this book? I would definitely say to number one, stay at the feet of the Lord and to redefine some things as many times as you need to, because we can get caught up in what culture is saying is pretty or the thing to do when when heaven could be saying is the complete opposite. And that's when we get confused. And if you like, don't make up uh, apologies or give apologies when you're setting boundaries. And if you're trying to figure that out and, and I would just just say, you know, make sure your heart is pure, but don't get so grown for your own good to where mm. you're not able to have somebody tell you something because the Bible says a fool despises correction. And it also says in order to enter into the kingdom, you have to have the disposition of a child. Yeah. Y'all, Kiara walks heavy in the book of Proverbs, by the way. I, I need you to give a workshop just in wisdom. All right, go ahead. <laughs> That's all. But live your life. I would say have fun. Like just because we're believers and we're saying yes to Jesus, I think I can say that even just by watching you, Paul said to be living epistles. You've been that. And, and that has that I'll say I'll definitely admit to it. You've been an inspiration to live my life, live it out loud. And but to have a standard, you've had a standard. And I that's what I want young women to get to, to know just because we're saying yes to Jesus, that doesn't mean that you become bored. Thank you so much. Thank you for the encouraging words. Congratulations on your book and all of the movies, y'all. She was in the number one most viewed movie on Lifetime. She played her mother, Karen Clark Sheard, in The Clark Sisters. Please watch it if when it reruns. I don't know if it's still streaming or not, on demand, but please watch it. There are more big things coming from Miss Kiara Sheard Kelly. Thank you for checking in. Thank you. I can't wait for my book. Thank you. Yes, yes, yes. I'll see you soon. Y'all, please, big, bold, and beautiful, Owning the Woman God Made You to Be is in stores now. This interview was so much fun. I know the premise of checking in, you know, the foundation is mental health, but I also wanted to make sure that we not only check in about our mental health, that we check in about relationships as well. And Kiara was so much fun. She's so raw and so real. Sometimes for those of y'all that are listening, y'all probably see people that grew up in church and some people can come off as perfect and judgmental. But I love the fact that Kiara keeps it real, even in her book she talks about premarital sex and that it was on and popping 
I appreciate her for her realness and you can reach more people with your realness. Um, her book just says it takes time. It's time to embrace what makes you because what the world sees as negative, God makes into a positive. Stand in your faith. Stand stand on what you believe. Don't waver in it. Um, there are so many other things that we could have talked about, but I'm just so happy about where the conversation flowed. You guys, my book is out right now. You can find it at checkinginbook.com. Com. So once again, y'all, I'm so thankful y'all continue to share my podcast. Thank y'all for listening. The numbers are growing because you guys are just sharing it organically and I appreciate that. So thank you so much for joining me today. Checking In with Michelle Williams is a production of iHeartRadio and The Black Effect. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula, berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite, with just two capsules a day smart metabolic burn by brain md can kickstart your metabolism fight stubborn body fat especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey right now save over 30 percent on smart metabolic burn at getsmartburn.com the lowest price anywhere that's getsmartburn.com don't delay transform your life with smart metabolic burn from brain md these statements have not been evaluated by the food and drug administration our products are not intended to diagnose treat cure or prevent any disease. Do you dream of a healthier life, but education feels out of reach? Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School's Certified Natural Health Professional Program is the perfect entry point to gain foundational knowledge to empower yourself, your family, and your community to live healthier lives. Turn your passion into a career. Visit trinityschool.org for more more info now.